Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Welcome back, Sister Goddess, and hello to all my new beauties. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I don't know how you found me in this huge world of the internet, and there's this teeny-weeny corner that I have with my Instagram and my podcast, but you found me, so it's a sign. So that being said, I love talking about all things love, sex, relationships, money, you know, all those important things, but more so from a, quote, spiritual point of view, which is really just quantum physics, energy, and magic. Magic. Uh, That's what we're going to be talking about today. Money magic. But before we really dive into that, I want to talk about what the word magic means to me. So magic to me is simply manipulating things to work in your favor. I know it sounds a lot fucking simple than it is, right? But really, it is that simple. So I know you might be thinking, manipulation, like, what, bitch, you crazy. Why would you want to manipulate things? But see, that's where you're wrong because society depicts manipulation to be bad or wrong. And honestly, it just has a negative connotation to it. But it's supposed to be in favor of things working out for you for the highest and greatest good of all those that are involved with no harm to none, of course. We never want to harm anyone else and everyone has free will, but, you know, I'm not here to talk about moral compass or anything, but at the end of the day, everyone has free will. It's just about who actually consciously makes those thoughts and lives on purpose and with intention. Now, that being said, the root of everything is mindset. Being broke is a mindset. And a simple way to remove money blockages so you can attract more is to stop thinking about how money is making your life hard. Start thinking about how much it improves your life, what you're going to spend it on, how it's going to feel having it. That's an exercise that will slowly help to shift your mindset, putting you in that frequency of abundance. And then another thing is to reprogram your subconscious mind. So I actually have a nighttime subliminal that I've created. It's 2444. If that calls to you, DM me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or email me at trueunfoldment at gmail.com and I'll send you the link and you basically just play it on a loop and your subconscious brain picks up on all those affirmations, starts to implement it, ingrain it in your DNA so soon that becomes your story. And if you take away anything from this podcast, it's this. You don't have to do any elaborate ritual because you are the altar. You are the spell. You are the magic. Everything you want, you already have it. It already exists in another paradigm. It's just about shifting your mindset energetically, feeling it, and then you're living it. So going back to magic, right? Altars are great and they can be extremely effective because it holds space for spiritual reflection. It cultivates a regular practice, aka discipline, 
and it creates reminders of our intentions. So an altar can fill the human need to see your internal experience being reflected back to you. And this actively allows us to mirror back to ourselves, to soothe and nurture our inner self. And then this helps us to develop self-esteem and empathy for ourselves. And when we do that, we're able to be more rooted, grounded in a secure place to be able to access our capacity to connect with ourselves and connect with the divine, the divine source, God, angels, goddesses, whatever it is that you really resonate with. So you want to allow your altars to help you feel seen, represented, and feel reflected, right? And an altar can also support you in just surrendering to the greater power, the higher power. So there's no wrong way to set up an altar because the greatest source of information will be listening to the conversation between your intuition and the altar itself. And you can set up the space and then listen to the information that comes to you about what you should add to it, what you should change or move, what you should just remove altogether. And this information may come as an idea that crosses your mind or something you read a few different places or hear talked about by a few other people. It could be a dream. It can just be this strong feeling that something is just off or right, right? So these are all the ways that your intuition, your higher self talks to you. And when I say higher self, I am referring to your great being, your best version that is overlooking and guiding you. And your higher self is the most balanced, integrated divine feminine and divine masculine aspect. So to begin setting up your money altar, you have to choose a space. And this can be a part of an already existing altar or a new little area specifically for your money altar. The location can be chosen for practical reasons, right? Like, oh, there's space here or for vibrational reasons. So if you're into feng shui, then you want to create it in the designated wealth zone. You lay down a cloth that feels rich to you. I like to use gold. Um, you can choose metallics like red, purple, velvet, you know, fabric printed with cash or coins on it. And then the items to place on the altar. Okay, so when you have a problem you need to talk about, right? You may seek out a specific person in your life depending on the issue. And in the same way, you will get the most help if you choose the crystal, plant, whatever, the right, quote, personality to help you with your specific concern or your journey, whatever you're trying to recreate in your life, right? So just like the human world, the natural world contains a full spectrum of vibrations that can, you know, help identify what you're trying to get into alignment with. So some crystals that I recommend that are great for wealth, citrine. So this helps to, you know, money attraction from a place of deep um, self-esteem. And it can also help in attracting and maintaining wealth 
It stimulates sales. So this is also known as the merchant stone and it's excellent when you're trying to sell stuff. And then, you know, green calcite is beautiful as well. Um, money in, is green and we connect green elements with money attraction. So this is a good one. And it's also very affordable for, you know, general money drawing and just declaring your fierce intention to bring more money in your life. And then my favorite is pyrite, which is a traditional wealth stone that really helps to bring protective qualities. So it shields from negative energies. And this is an excellent stone for people who use social media for business. And then another one is rhodochrosite. And this is for self-love and earth love, but this is an excellent stone for feeling integrity in your work and knowing that you're bringing respect for the earth and self-respect into your money-making process. And, you know, an antidote for, quote, imposters complex. And sometimes we see that rhodochrosite and pyrite mixed together become an exceptionally special alchemy that really helps to invoke all the qualities of this crystal by strengthening um, the intention to make money. And then also garnet is beautiful. It's traditionally used as a loyalty stone. Um, I use it to encourage my cash to be loyal to me. So <laughs> return to me, you know, a tenfold. And then lapiolite is great. It helps to relieve stress and depression. If you just feel like there's a lot of difficulty in making money due to depression around capitalism, the stone can definitely help. Fluorite, this helps with brain clarity and paperwork, making good decisions, uh, maximizing your intellectual capacity. And then this is great to have like at your desk or your office, your workspace. And then obsidian is very grounding. You have this deep calm, you know, being present enough to do meaningful work. And then there's honey calcite to just bring sweetness to the relationship you have with money. And lastly, tiger's eye. So this will enhance the stability and organizing chaotic details. So this can be helpful for people who work in an industry with, um, with uneven income, such as like service industry or sex work, and who need to just create internal systems of financial consistency because they're not brought by the external relationships to a regular paycheck. Um, and then some plants that are great are cinnamon. This is very invigorating, warming, inviting cash flow, um, bringing that sweetness to your relationship with money. Rue is amazing for deep protection from the universe, for asking for fulfillment of personal practical needs from spirit, um, deflection of insecure tendencies in yourself and others, and just really decrease your capacity for success. And another one is thyme to protect your money from harm, such as like creditors, predatory debt and your own spending when you're motivated by the need to just you know for emotional fulfillment trying to just buy being like sucked up in consumerism you know all these damn instagram ads like ah, i need that cup i need that hoodie anyways uh another one that's beautiful is rosemary 
Um, for women or people seeking to really cultivate strength and independence financially, this is beautiful. Um, or even for people who believe that they can't make enough money to support themselves. And then my last one would have to be bay, mint, jade, or basil. So any flat green leafiness that can be placed in your wallet or pockets to encourage cash flow. Those are great. And then you can also get the dried version of all of these or, you know, whichever one's called to you and create a little mojo bag, charge it under the moon and pray on it, put it on your altar, have it in your handbag. And there's also a spell that I'm going to share on my Instagram today. So stay tuned for that as well. And then, of course, you know, there's symbols for, you know, and affirmations. So some astrological symbols are to invoke um, Venus, Neptune, Jupiter for wealth and growth. And you can actually get a green or gold candle and inscribe these symbols on there and burn it like straight shot or even putting like the dollar sign on it. Um, even pl- placing like coins or bills directly on your altar would be great. And, you know, they might be special due to where you receive them from, the the number that they represent, the place they came from, to, you know, just feeling like a lot of money is coming to you, right? Like that just raises your vibration. So you want to place cash on your altar after receiving it to just charge it with your love, your intention before spending it or depositing it back into circulation. And you can also write checks to yourself when you need to attract a certain sum and place it on your altar with a magnet. So I actually created a check. And if you're interested, then you know what? I'm actually going to put it on my Instagram. And then if you guys want, just send me your email and I'll send it over to you. So you basically write this check to yourself. I have one. And um, another thing is that it's not always about the money and the material things. But, you know, once our physical monetary needs in this world are met, we're actually able to be just fucking free, right? Financially free to do whatever the fuck we want, live how we want. And that's what it's about. For me, I have a check posted on my mirror that I see every morning and the day I hit it I am going to open up my business coaching so that I can help other people have amazing success like that in their assigned field and stuff so do that and then of course affirmations like I'm a huge fan of small notes to myself whether it's on fancy paper you know or just a post-it from your desk but This is really an opportunity to interject a thought from being hopeful to the part of yourself, you know, that are struggling and to just remind them like, hey, bitch, you got this. Um, And then another thing, you know, one special thing about an altar is that it's alive and it can grow and move with you. You know, it works best when it's cared for, just like a living organism. You don't want to make an altar and then forget about it. You're doing a huge disservice to yourself, huge disservice. Like, you know, if you have water on your altar, you want to light candles at least twice a week. You want to change that water two, three days. Like, you don't just want to have that sitting around and not feed it and 
just walk past it like you don't care because it's just a big no-no um because the altar would like to truly reflect both your current internal state of being and your deepest place of hope for yourself you know and both of these facets of yourself shift daily seasonally cyclically um you know and your altars would like to reflect that so on a practical level visit your money altar speak to it daily you know they call it spiritual work for a reason people think oh it's easy like you make so much money like no there is so much that goes on behind the scenes so much so 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 much happening behind the scenes you know and it's a dedication and it really is it's you know religion is just dogma and organized structure to control people but you know when you're on the spiritual path and devoted to yourself it is work you know there's days when I don't want to do my scripting there's days where I'm like I know I should do this but I don't want to and I'm like just sit down and do it you know and some revelation always comes through but when you're visiting it and speaking with it daily moving things to reflect the truth of your internal process and your hopes on any given day you're cleaning up any dust cleaning off the items that have been you know that have completed their work like an empty prayer candle an old offering or stagnant dried plant matter this is the altar being like oh yeah she's taking care of me this is you building your relationship with money right because you want to think about money as a person right? Like, oh, thank you so much, money. I love you. Thank you for every experience you've ever allowed me to have. Thank you for this money for me to go eat with, you know, my friends. Thank you for this money to take my girlfriend on a date. Thank you for this money to buy my mom that necklace she's really been wanting, whatever it is. And this level of tending is your altar's preference. It's not a should or a need this means that you will have to derive the maximum benefit from the tool if you participate in this way but you know every day is a juggling act in how fully you can show up to any number of processes relationships and jobs so no shame or feelings of falling short are necessary you know just an aspirational orientation towards that entire practice that's what it's about and you are the one who does the choice making about your own process and the one who also gathers information about your own desires and capacity and needs because remember i said that if you want to be a fucking millionaire that's because it's possible for you some people don't want to be a millionaire some people would be happy with making 80,000 a year and some people think oh if i make too much money then you know, other aspects of my life are going to fall apart. Oh, I can either be happy or be rich. And that's a limiting belief in itself. So start paying attention to those things as well. And I actually have a wealth course that's going to be coming out January 2021. So that course is going to eradicate all those limiting beliefs. If that sounds interesting, you know you have those kind of beliefs, then I highly recommend it for you. But you know, really consider opening up to creating and meeting your money altar halfway, allowing it to work with you, orienting yourself towards your financial process and desires and 
See the way this focus brings healing to your finances, your life. So now let's get into shmoney magic rituals. And these are very simple rituals that can invite more money into your life. Before I get into that, remember that we're all connected to a global field of energy, money, and that your existence has an undeniable effect on that field. Not every day that you have new opportunities that bring you higher levels of healing and integrity to your financial being. You know, and that has a ripple effect and it can impact the global financial reality. You are fucking powerful. And having limiting beliefs about money are not necessary because truth be told, and this is something my dad basically ingrained in me, is that if every person, if every rich person paid their dues, there would be no poverty. There would be no people on the streets. So that's food for thought. Because I'm pretty sure we can all agree that, you know, the Kardashians and certain other people can definitely get people off the streets. And if it wasn't for human greed, then we wouldn't really be having this system of rich and poor and middle class and all this stuff there's more than enough to go around and then some so here is a cash flow meditation so what you do is prepare for meditation in your chosen style making sure that you're grounded centered and clear and you want to concentrate on money flowing into your energy field and every aspect of your life and consciously direct that cash inflow where you want it to pool. Are you directing the flow towards vigorously paying down your debts, towards saving for tools to expand your business, towards saving to travel, opening up an IRA account, supporting a loved one, purchasing your own home? Really take control of where your big money is headed. And then consciously direct the flow of energy that travels through your stewardship. And ask your guides and angels to find cash and bring it your way. And then really thank them in deep gratitude. Second ritual, clear space out. So this is a great exercise for self-employed people. You know, take some time this week to just clean up your workspace and Allow yourself to feel organized and powerful. One thing in spirituality, you have to be clean. Like, it's not about being a neat freak or anything like that, but energy flows. You know, if everything's just unorganized, scattered all the fucking time, like, there is no flow. And I highly recommend getting into feng shui, you know, so you can see diff- what different parts of a room represent and why you shouldn't have clutter in there whatever makes sense in your mind um but really you want to feel into the sensation of being organized because you are capable and ready for anything you are ready to make money so clean out your bag and your wallet too i actually like to sage my wallet once a month organize everything throw away receipts i don't need you know, any cards that I owe money on, don't keep them in the wall, don't incur more debt, 
and just keep your spiffy. And another thing is never put your ladies, never put your handbag on the floor in the car or even when you go to someone's house or whatever. Like always make sure it's like at your hip or higher, right? Because you want to elevate that energy of money. And remember, you know, these are practical actions that are also ceremonious when we do it with intention, So you can go through the motion of everything that I'm going to talk about, but if you don't do it with intention, it doesn't really mean anything. And then another thing is, you know, a wallet energetic, wallet energetic makeover, clean out all the unnecessary cards and papers, you know, smooth out your cash, have it all face the same direction. And when you put cash in your wallet as, you know, change from the store Always take a moment to smooth out the cash and place it cleanly. Don't let the impatience of the next person waiting in line stop you from taking this moment. And know how much cash is in in your wallet at all times. Tell your cash you love it, that you respect it, you appreciate it, you know, that you are lovingly open to more cash flow in your wallet and your bank account. And always keep at least $1 in your cash I mean, in your wallet at all times. And then, you know, even a chip of Garnet in your wallet to request the loyalty of your cash is great. And, you know, maybe if you have a lucky charm or something, a note uh, from like a place that you traveled, then keep that in your wallet as well. And then there is a cash bath. So if you're really feeling tight and stagnant about money, take a cash bath. Basically, you go to the bank, withdraw at least $100, $1,000 in ones, get in your bed or bathtub and throw them up in the air, feel the cash come down and cover you, roll around in it like you a strip a hoe, just kidding, okay, rub it on your skin, connect to your power to magnetize that money and really feel the desire. You want to charge up the cash with your intention and desire before depositing it or spending it you know, pay any important bills with that cash, make sure to give away at least a couple of the doll, uh, of the, make sure to at least give away some money to strangers as well, those who are in need. And if you feel like you can't do this ritual because you can't afford it, then remember, you can just redeposit the cash after the ritual. So pick a time when you are more flush, like before you pay your rent and just make it happen. And then another thing is to notice money on the floor. So keep your eye out for change on the ground. When you find some, you know, step on it and say money on the floor, money at the door, money on the floor, money at the door, money on the floor, money at the door. Or another little, you know, incantation of your choosing. Like pick up the coin, put it in your bra, your pocket. And when you get home, place the coin in a little dish on your altar and really be intentional about where the coin goes and what you use them for as well. And then lastly is a money magic iced tea. So so you want herbs and cinnamon. And what you're going to do is boil water, pour it into a jar or teapot, preferably clear glass, but you know, work with what you've got over a cinnamon stick, a handful of hibiscus or hamica, and some fresh or dried mint leaves. And if you're using fresh mint leaves, Stack them like dollars before placing them in the jar. And then you want to find the largest piece of cash you have and place the jar on top of the cash to steep and cool. 
Then you want to sweeten it with honey and drink it chilled or over ice, however you want it. And while you're drinking it, really imagine the capacity, your capacity for making money with integrity, being fortified from the inside out. And the more love and affection you can offer each ingredient while creating this recipe, that is your key. That is your tool. That is your magic right there. So cinnamon is wonderful because it stimulates and activates the prosperity and money drawing properties. And then mint represents all those leafy green bills headed your way. So definitely try these out. Let me know how it works for you. And the last thing I have for you is burning pure incense of Arabia. And I swear this one thing actually makes any other spell that you do a thousand times more powerful but you burn this and then you say psalm 23 and then you say psalm 47 seven times right before bed and then you want to say psalm 23 and psalm 47 seven times for the next seven days and that actually increases your wealth and abundance as well so that's all for today, my loves, but go ahead and follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment and stay up to date on when my wealth course is coming out. It's definitely going to be January 2021, so you can get your finances right and tight and also get it at an early discounted rate. And then if the wealth reprogramming called out to you, follow that inner guide, that inner compass. It's your intuition telling you and, um, you know, you can just start reprogramming your subconscious and release, let go of all those limiting beliefs because you're limitless. So until next week, bye my loves. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and share this podcast so I can help as many women as possible step into their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or check out my website trueunfoldment.com.